This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is our Arsenal preview series, our show in which we look ahead to Arsenal's next game. Uh, we've not been able to do this as frequently as I might like and uh, I'm glad to bring you our preview show back and hopefully we'll be back in full flow uh, going forwards throughout the course of the rest of the season as well. So uh, apologies, but hopefully we're going to be back and, and ready to do regular previews. Everything's been a bit hectic and it, it might still be a bit hectic for a couple of weeks, but hopefully we'll be getting back to the groove of things, especially after uh, the new year. Um, apologies, a slightly late start. We've had a couple of technical things we've been sorting out. Hopefully, we've got a plan uh, to deal with it. Uh, it's nothing to do with me. It's all Marcus's fault. You know, he'll explain himself in a second. Um, but uh, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, where you happen to be in the world for joining us tonight. Good morning to good. Oh, I say good morning. It could be good morning. Good evening, good afternoon to, to Junior, to Bakary Lasagna, uh, Temi. We've got Keith and Damien and Chris. Uh, Wellness, Stuart, we've got other Stuart in the chat box as well, Medi, Damien, plenty more of you guys. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. It is very much appreciated. Let's introduce to you my guests from our course, our Discord server. First of all, joining us is Marcus. I'm unmuting I'm you, you now, mate. Thank you. Tommy's controlling my voice today, so hey, apologies if I'm silenced. <laughs> Yes, uh, Marcus is going to be silenced by me every time that he's uh, not talking. I left it a little bit longer, so you got a little taste of what happens when Marcus isn't unmuted. Uh, you can hear me repeating myself over and over. So, uh, yes, we're only going to be speaking to Marcus when he's spoken to, is how this is going to be working. Uh, we're also joined by Alex. Alex, how are you doing? Sorry, I didn't unmute myself in time. Yeah, I'm not. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, Alex actually can control his microphone in this time. Yeah, I'm allowed to speak. Um, but no, I'm I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to another international break, but at least we've got a little bit of football before we get back to it again. Um, but yeah. I think, you know, I've started to try and appreciate these international breaks, what they are, which is a break. And sometimes breaks are really important. And sometimes you can have a little bit of, you know, a weekend without Arsenal is not always the worst thing in the world. There is more to life to enjoy. So family, friends, 
gaming. <laughs> you know, Spider-Man 2 is out for a lot of people. I know I don't have a PlayStation myself, but I'm sure people are going to spend plenty of time doing that. And also, and it's always fantastic on these previous shows when we welcome a brand new uh, debutant onto the channel. And I'm very happy to join from the chat box is old Dave. How are you doing, old Dave? Doing good. Fantastic stuff. Are you excited, nervous? How are we feeling? Oh, I'm excited. Good, good. I'm glad. Most people send me say, I'm really nervous about coming on, and I understand well, I'm that. I'm nervous too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. There it is. It's already bleeding through. Lovely stuff. Tell us, uh, I know you're based in, in New York. It's always interesting to learn about uh, overseas fans. Now they became an Arsenal fan. So tell us, how did you uh, learn the love of Arsenal? Mm, that's a long story. I'll try to shorten it Short up. It. <laughs> but, um, I had a buddy that uh, played soccer in college way back. We call it soccer. They, I call it football now, but, uh, uh, and he, um, he always for, for the last 20, 25 years followed Arsenal and I would joke with him, laugh at him and probably like the ESPN app. I like to just keep up with stuff. So I would just keep up with, even though it was his team. And then about three years ago, two or three years ago, just got into it. Like the best I can explain is you with golf is me with football. What? So you're yeah. terrible at football. Is that what you're saying? I, I, look, <laughs> I, I'm not going to admit it, but oh, I'm, I'm terrible at it. My takes <laughs> are probably terrible, but I, I won't admit that. So. Fair enough. Yeah, well, I am terrible at golf. So when you said uh, it's like you with golf, I think we knew where the conversation was going. Uh, Arsenal, of course, this weekend face Burnley, a side that are pretty darn dreadful. Um, not to tempt fate in any way, shape or form, but they are pretty awful. Uh, so, Marcus, tell me, how are you feeling ahead of this one? Um, yeah, I'm confident. I know my last few times have not been uh, good against them, but that was the uh, dire cheerer. We've moved on and yeah. Company plays a nice open style, which should suit us nicely. So, yeah, um, I think after the midweek, that helped. If we hadn't had the midweek win after last week, maybe not as confident. But, yeah, no, no confident we can do this one. Yeah, I think it was really important to get the the win in midweek and obviously follow that on from the disappointment of, of Newcastle. But this is obviously, you know, on paper, the first Premier League game since that defeat. So I guess that's still certainly fresh in the minds. Alex, we really saw, you know, a, a side that looked at the beginning of the game against Sevilla and then continued throughout, a side that wanted to respond um, from that Newcastle game, from kind of the adversity, from all the talk that had gone after that game. Are you confident that momentum and that kind of spirit and determination is going to be continued and carried on into this one as well? Um, yeah, I hope so. I mean, I think they've, I mean, as everyone knows, they've had not the, the greatest start to their time in the Premier League, probably, <clears throat> probably stylistically the worst out of mm. all of them, I'd say all of the promoted teams. Um, and they've got some, some injuries as well, which I was just looking at before we came on actually. Um, so that's, you know, their, their striker, Lyle Taylor, I think he's out. Um, mm. but, um, yeah, and uh, Foster, Foster is it? Lyle Foster. Lyle Foster um, sorry, yeah, um, he's out because of um, mental health at the moment. Yeah. And Vincent Compton actually did a really good video. If you've not seen it on the Burnley website and their Twitter page, explaining that situation. So I certainly recommend people going and check that one out. Yeah, um, but I think you know we we we'd expect us to get a result, but um, again, the complacency can't uh, can't come in um, at all. Because, you know, we don't want to, I think if you have two wins, um, 
then it looks a lot better than three losses and one win towards the end of the this period before we go into a break and uh want to carry on that momentum over the break mm. and um into into when we come back because we've got three teams that I mean I don't want to tempt fate but ideally we want to be getting you know nine points from the next uh well 12 points from the next four games or yeah. from the next three however you look at it but um yeah, we just want to get back above Spurs, really. That's my aim. <laughs> Indeed. And, you know, Spurs play Wolves this weekend uh, in a tough game and they've lost Madison. Um, obviously, Romero and Van der Ven will both be missing this game. One because of suspension, one because obviously a, a longer-term hamstring issue. Adoji is suspended as well. They really are going to struggle um, in terms of that team selection. But it is Spurs and they are the luckiest team in the league. So you can never count them out. Um, but, yeah, of course, you mentioned 12 points. Burnley is the first of four games. The Premier League, there is expectations of maximum points across them all you know we've got Burnley then Brentford uh we've got Luton Town of course in there as well before that I think is uh what's the other one what am I forgetting there's another one what's the fourth everyone's mind's gone blank I, I reckon Marcus knows but he can't tell me uh <laughs> but there's another team in there it's really gonna bug me now that it's I, I skipped my mind but it's Luton Brentford Burnley and I can see old Dave's on his phone frantically trying to <laughs> trying to find it but it will come someone in the chat was gonna tell us I'm now oh that's so irritating oh. Wolves, thank you. I'd already said them because of Spurs. Now I'm going to get a whole... You're going to see the chat box explode in a second with Wolves, everyone shouting it. Uh, wolfing in the chat box. Um, but yeah, although when it comes down to the expectations, obviously there's this kind of talk about these. Are, it's a nice group of fixtures. But in some ways, that comes with, as I say, an expectation because you can go to Newcastle and drop points and have a discussion around that. And, you know, we all say it's a tough place to go and... If you, you know, there are going to be teams that drop points there all season, but whilst the next four games sure are, are nicer, in some ways they're not as nice because anything other than a win, most people would say is unacceptable. So how do you deal with that? Uh, just play them one at a time. <laughs> it sounds like Arteta, doesn't it? <laughs> Playing one at a time is a good way of of tackling. That's why I watch him too. Yeah, of course. Just I mean, one we... at a time. Wor worry about the titles and cups and trophies at the end, but I just enjoy every game. Every game is 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 important. What specific things are you worried about with this Burnley team in particular? I mean, have you seen much of them? I, I would be surprised if you haven't, because uh, most people I haven't. haven't. But are you surprised that they've been so poor? Because there was a lot of kind of hype around Vincent Company and what he'd done in the Championship, and and obviously they came up quite comfortably, and now. We're in a situation where they're really struggling. So is there any fear on your side about this Burnley team? I wouldn't say fear. I think, you know, uh, football can be crazy. And, um, you know, I assume they'll sit back in a low block. And, um, you know, if they can keep us out, you know, and we, we have at times had trouble scoring. And then you never know, they get loose or we make a mistake at the back end. and. Um, then all of a sudden, you know, we're in a tough game. But um, I'm pretty confident, which worries me in some ways because maybe I shouldn't be, but uh, I like our chances. Yeah, I like this comment from Amira that says, I'm more worried about Arsenal than Burnley. Yes, which I think is, yes, Amira. <laughs> it's probably that the fairest accurate. way. Very accurate indeed. Um, Marcus, 
obviously, I, I want to kind of touch upon the Burnley thing with you as well, because our record against them with Sean Dyche was obviously a bit up and down. They've come to the Emirates and, and got results against us. We've we've gone to Turf Moor, you know, when, when Sean Dyche was there and and we really struggled to break them down. Vincent Company wants to play football. You know, he brought in players that was to completely change the system, the philosophy of how they played. And if I'm being very honest, it might have worked in the Championship, but in the Premier League, it has left them really exposed. And because of that, they've been beaten fairly comfortably by a lot of teams. So is it arguably the most favourable Burnley side that, we've ever faced uh, in the Premier League? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, you're spot on. It's, the Dyche era was physical. Let's bully them, harass them, stop them, play the low block, defend, don't do anything else. And then invariably, they'd have some big lump up front who'd score a goal or something. Chris Wood, wasn't it, used to torment us. I think the last couple of games, we've lost at home to them or drawn and lost. So we've not, we're not going to go back. But this is different. Company's playing into our hands if he plays his style. Which is yeah, he likes to play open attacking football. Hopefully that will suit us, and uh, yeah, we can get a good comfortable win. Fingers crossed, indeed. Um, in terms of Arsenal, Alex, obviously there's a lot of talk around injuries and, and players not being available. Huge doubts surrounding Erdegaard and Jesus still, of course. Partey, we've had some hit some really bad news that you know it could, it's a much longer term injury than, than we first thought because he's had to undergo a procedure. But there's suggestions that maybe he'll be back towards the late end of of December. I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. Obviously, Eddie and Ketia looked out, but has trained um, today, which is obviously a really positive sign. Um, I feel like there's so many... Yuri and Timber, of course, we know out is, is out as well. But uh, how have you seen Arsenal... How do you feel about Arsenal dealing with this constant kind of upheaval of, of injuries, meaning that we can't nail down a consistent starting eleven? I think... Um, I, 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 I get quite frustrated about the injury situation, to be perfectly honest. I think it's something that we could have addressed in the summer. And we chose not to for whatever reason. You know, mm. they're gonna have their reasons for doing it. I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you on that. What do you think we could have done? Okay. Um, firstly, I think we needed a striker. Okay. Like we we, we look at I mean, I know people will say, Oh well, Drossard's coming and he's done really well, and I completely mm. agree. However, I think you look at where we've suffered in terms of scoring goals, it's when Jesus got injured and Ketia came in and barred the hat trick, he's not done much for for, sure. for me personally um i think we could have and i think that cre creates extra options as well it forces you to um you know you have thoughts about who you're going to play up front rather than being forced to play one person mm -hmm. um and then i think a, a defensive midfielder was another area i know we signed rice um so people Again, Rice is someone who can play 90 minutes and, you know, touch wood. Uh, I don't have anything wooden around me, but if I could, I would. Um, and, you know, you, you want you want backup to him as well. Um, you know, there's this constant thing about Jorginho not being quite what we wanted. I, d I don't know what people are expecting myself, to be honest. I, I, I expected him to be exactly what he's good at doing, which is keeping control at times, not yeah. being a bit defensively fragile. Um and yeah, I I think we, we struggle um with the injuries because we've not got enough to back up. It was it showed uh, when we had two goalkeepers on the bench because we didn't have anyone else. 
Well, it's in- it's interesting that I think that there's on that point the Erdegaard injury, by the way, was really late, um, mm. and so I think that played a part in why there was two keepers rather than a, a youth player. Because usually, what you have is you have what they call the um, the twenty first man um, that goes along with squads, and it usually is another goalkeeper just in case there is an injury to one of the two. So last season uh, or the season before last, Arthur Okonkwo was 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 that third player uh, quite a lot. But uh, I think that. I think the biggest discrepancy and the one the concern that is definitely valid is that the money we spent on Havertz could that have been better spent? You know, I think could it have been spent more smartly or shrewdly? You know, because we were facing financial restrictions, um, we were facing a situation where we signed Raya on loan because of financial fair play, uh, and we talked about that a lot. And we know that his, his agents come out and spoke to AFTV recently. I think it was yesterday uh, with those quotes uh, confirming that story that we've been discussing on here for quite some time, and. I, the only way we could have reinforced the striker position was to do something different to Havertz. And for me, I feel as though that the striker position is actually kind of like third on my list in terms of like what I would have done because I would have looked at centre midfield and I would have looked in the wide area to back up Saka. But I think the striker is definitely something that needs to be addressed. And if we can upgrade on Enketia, and you know the way I would do that is by using Jesus as the upgrade and then upgrading on Jesus, then great. It's just that summer window... I think the only real point I have on on how it could have been made better is the the reallocation of funds that was spent on on Havertz. I will let you respond to Alex. Go on, because it'd be unfair to move straight on. Yeah, no, no, I, I I completely see that. I think for me, winger was something that I'd look at as in terms of a hybrid role. You know, when I say I look at somebody who can play up front, there's plenty of forwards who can play up front and on the wings, but um. You know, I, I think the, the midfield is difficult because, you know, if Havertz had come out and scored 15 goals, or, well, obviously not by now, but like in general, if Havertz was scoring goals, then you probably wouldn't bat an eyelid at the fact that we aren't scoring that much. But because we're not mm. scoring very much, then you're looking at it and you're thinking, did we reinforce where we needed to? And I've been calling for a new striker for about three seasons. So, um, you know, for, for me, it's difficult because it, it's such a blaringly obvious thing. And when you let a player like um, like Balogun go, then that for me is like, well, we've let him go and we've said, oh, we've got options. We've got Trossard, we've got Enketi um, and we've got Jesus, which would be fine. Um, but because they're not scoring... It's no longer fine. Um, mm. And, you know, I'll probably be saying a different thing otherwise. But um, I think winger with Saka is a difficult one. But- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Because ideally you probably want Saka playing almost every game, um, which is what they've obviously tried to do. So you're looking to try and sign somebody who's happy to sit behind him 
And at the moment, that player is Reese Nelson, really. Mm. Um, and, you know, we've seen Jesus occasionally pop up on the right, but there's not many players out there who I think Arteta would go, yeah, let's sign him, who are going to want to play maybe 10, 15 games a season or maybe get a chance in the Champions League or if Saka's injured. Mm. Um, and I mean, properly injured as opposed to being knocked, which is pretty much every player on the pitch. And every single game as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's it's very strange. Um, it is. Apologies to those in the live chat having some connectivity issues with this. By the way, it's it's fine on this end, and I did play it back as well while Alex was speaking there, and it seemed fine. So we'll, we'll push through. Uh, it might correct itself after it's finished being live. So apologies about that. Um, oh, Dave. Um, when it comes to that midfield replacement, the name at the moment, and I will discuss it, even though we're just a preview show, but just to touch upon it, is Douglas Louise. How do you feel about Douglas Louise being the guy for Arsenal to go for? Um, I don't know if he's the guy for me. Mm. Why is that? Because I think you share the opinion of a lot of people about him. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like maybe my I'm too greedy. I don't know. Uh, I like Zuba Mindy. Um, yeah. Um, and it's hard to. Um, well, a I don't, you know, as I said, I am a rookie at this. So when we start branching out into these minor leagues, you know, mm. uh, and and lesser teams uh, than Arsenal, then I don't have as broad of a knowledge of it. So, of course, of course, I think that that certainly plays into maybe a wider perspective on a player like Louise. I, I said it on this morning's show, you know, I think that if views on Louise haven't changed for yourselves since last summer at all that I think maybe shows that you've not necessarily seen too much of him in the last 18 months which is fair enough because you know who's watching Aston Villa every single week compared to Arsenal um why would you Sunai Emery's teams are not very attractive to watch um but in terms of, I know they score plenty of goals of course but I just yeah it's not for me um but I think with Douglas Louise is that he has progressed obviously since that point and Arsenal clearly wanted him at that level in 2022 and that interest is seemingly uh, continued onwards. Um, it's just, I think, a, a deal that would cost Arsenal a hell of a lot of money. I don't know where that money's coming from uh, to do it. It's £25 million with a year left on his deal, and now it would be a lot more with a lot more years left on his deal and having been in form and playing really, really well and a bit of the flavour of the month. So, a tricky one, for sure. Uh, I think we should move and focus back on Burnley and, and go through our lineups. Alex, I think we're starting with your teammate, so talk us through it. Um, yeah, so I've got I think we're gonna have a fair amount of the ball so I put Zinchenko in um ahead of Tomiyasu um I, I think that the way if Burnley were playing how they have done in previous seasons I might have gone with Tomiyasu um due to his physicality height but they're not so um yeah I think Burnley have really struggled because They've kept playing the same way that they did in the championship, but they're now a team who are not as good as any of the others in the Premier League. And you're playing against teams that are dominant in other in the same way that they want to be dominant. Um, so Zinchenko's in there. Georgina and Rice are... Um, I mean, they're, they're in purely for control. I think um, Rice can, can have a really, really good game. Um, then the main things people will probably be wondering about Nelson. Hmm. I I have no idea if Saka will play or not. Yeah, but if he's got an injury, then I would say that Reese should come in. Um, you know, I I think he's 
I think we, there's no harm in giving Saka a rest. I, again, I, I don't I don't know if it means that he's hurt, and I obviously don't want him to be injured. Mm-hmm. But I think if that is the case, then Reese Nelson has done enough to deserve a chance. Um, you know, he's he's been relatively direct when he's come on, which is something that I think um, excites people um, in the in a similar way to Martinelli and Saka did certainly mm-hmm. against the Bill. Yeah. Maybe they've not to slate them at all, but maybe not in the same way that they've done in the last sort of four or five games. I think they've been slightly off it, maybe a little bit. Um, and then I'm hoping that Trossard can repeat his performance against Sevilla, which was absolutely amazing. Mm. Yeah, um, without a question. Um, I think it's a good team uh, it, when it comes down to it in regards to Saka's absence. Um, if I think if you don't have Saka, I think you're smart in, in using both Jorginho and Rice to give you a passing foundation um, as well. You know, you could use, I suppose, Vieira or you could push Trossard to right and go with Havertz up top, you know, and, and with Vieira or some, somebody else into that other midfield slot, I suppose, if you wanted to push it. But it's it shows you how thin we are, doesn't it? And you, as you were mm. mentioning earlier on, when the options, and I think that, Certainly, that's why I mentioned like the wide areas is something that I think I'd like to see Arsenal to invest in, but it's just difficult to find that option. Uh, Marcus, next, we're going to go to you, mate. Go to you, mate. Yeah, um, gone for Raya in goal. Um, I just can't see him dropping him at the moment. It's just bizarre. A month ago, he was the most stable, cool, calm, collector keeper, and he's just a nervous wreck now. But yeah, I can't see anyone, um, Ramsdale coming back. Um, gone for Zinchenko at left back. I prefer Tomiyasu, but I don't know what the injury situation is, and I'd rather not risk him in this game. Um, although bizarrely, on about what we could do in midfield, Zinchenko played was right wing in the end on the other night. He was just you could play him anywhere. So, but yeah, I've gone with him at left back. Usual suspects in the middle of the park: Gabriel and Saliba, Benny Boy White on the right. Um, again, I haven't seen the notes from earlier, but I assumed Odegaard was out. So. Rice um, went for Havertz, thought he had a really good game the other day. He just needs a goal. I think once he gets a goal, things are going to really change for him. The one he curled around the post, so unlucky. Thankfully, I didn't see the header early on, but it sounds like it was a bad miss. Um, up front, Martinelli, Trossard, as, as Alex said, had a great game. Give him a go up front again. I think Saka will be okay, but uh, Alex was right. You just never know with him. I hope he is, but if there's a slight doubt, no, I'd put him out and put um, Nelson on the wing. So... And Martinelli, who was unbelievable. I think the uh, right-back of Zavilla is still having nightmares after the other night. So he's gone with my uh, star man. Lovely stuff. Uh, yeah, I think Martinelli was excellent on Tuesday, um, on Wednesday, sorry. I think he was so good at the, just the direct play. I'm always, and I was saying this, to, as I said on the show the other day, to Harry at half-time, I just want him to do something one stride sooner. Just one stride earlier. And I think that, that takes him from where he is now to another level. Obviously, the execution has to be there as well with his crossing, etc. But I feel like he always goes that one stride too far. And if he just, just reined it in slightly and was a little bit more measured, I think he'd find himself taking things to an even higher level. We'll finish off uh, the lineups uh, before mine with Dave's, of course. So go on, Dave. Yeah, so um, Rhea... Um... I I would probably prefer Ramsdale, but at this point it is what it is. So that's what we're going with. The back line, um, I got to have Tommy in there somewhere, the way he's played the last month or two, and decided that uh, White needs a little break. Um, That that midfield, you know, obviously I'd like to have uh, Odegaard in there, but uh, that is what it is. 
And yeah, I got to give tip my cap to Alex there, putting Reese on the right wing. I wanted to. I love Reese Nelson. I think he does not get enough credit, and uh, especially a game like this because he hustles back on defense, and he's not gonna. He's gonna help us if somebody uh, gets loose. So I hope at least we do see him, and we get up, and we get to rest Saka. Uh, but. Um, you know, going with that front three, because I realized if I put Reese in there, it means I believe that Saka is hurt, and I don't want that. So that's who I got. Lovely stuff. No, I like it. And, uh, yeah, I think Tommy Asu, you know me, and I know you said this before we went live about uh, playing him on the right. It's like, I think that's, like, my least favorite role of, of his, um, but it's, he's still certainly capable of, of playing it. Uh, and if you haven't got, if you want to rest white, he is the obvious pick uh, to go into that role. So, yeah, other than if you're, you're Thomas Party and you fit apparently in Arteta's mind, but there you go, it's another story. Uh, just to talk about my team quickly, um, I've got a slightly different. Uh, I think I've tried to experiment a little bit. Um, I really want to see Trossard playing uh, as an attacking midfielder in this team and playing behind somebody and I know that it's uh maybe a little bit controversial but he was so good in pre-season playing in this position um scored that fantastic goal against the all-stars of course playing slightly deeper and Nketiah again with Jesus's fitness still very much in question I feel as though he's going to be called upon and so giving him opportunities to play I think he's always beneficial um but I, I don't you can't drop Trossard after what he did at the, uh, in midweek so it's just about trying to find a balance of, of that attack and uh, White Saliba, Gabriel Zinchenko. Tommy's not there because there are question marks. We don't really know how uh, available he is. Um, so we'll have to wait and see, I guess. But if not, obviously, Zinchenko is the obvious pick. Starman's Rice because... I think it's the most predictable star man you can ever choose. <laughs> like he's just, he's always just so good. And I've just felt like, I don't know, like I get obviously willing Havertz into a, a positive form is certainly worth doing. And, and players like, like Martinelli and Trossard, of course, have, have had major impacts as well. And I, I see the reason behind it, but it's just, it's really boring and simple. And as old Dave says, it's just too easy. It is too easy, but that is exactly why I've done it. Um, because it is just the obvious pick. And, uh, you know, I'm always the hipster when it comes to certain choices of things, but this time I've gone mainstream and I'm not going to be uh, told otherwise on that one. So there you go. Uh, right, we're going to go to predictions. Chat box, get your score lines in. Marcus, I need score line and scorers, please. Yeah, going for a shock myself. I'm going to say we keep a clean sheet at home. 3-0, uh, uh, Trossard, Martinelli, and Havertz is going to get his goal from open play. Lovely stuff. I really, really hope you're right. Uh, Alex? Um, yeah, I mean, I was going to go 3-0 as well, but um, but I'll go 4-0 to, to keep it uh, diverse. Um, and I'll go with um, go with Trossard getting one. Um, I'm going to go with Gabriel getting a header. Um, and then I'll go for two for Martinelli uh, today, hopefully. I mean, mm. I know I said Havertz was going to be the star man, so I should really say Havertz will get two. <laughs> But it was a it was an optimistic star man at this this point. So he'll be really influential. That's how he's going to get his star yeah, man picks. Exactly. There you go, uh, Dave. I also think the defense is going to do the job and uh, keep a clean sheet. And uh, I also wanted to go three nothing, so I can't do that. Can't go. You can't. I'm going five nothing. I'm going five nothing. 
And, you're the and, type of people that go out for a dinner and then if someone else picks what you're having on the menu, you choose. Yeah, I can't do else. it. Can't yeah. do it. So, <laughs> I, I am like that. I don't well. know who's <laughs> scoring all these goals, but Trossi's going to have another uh, hat trick of assists. Lovely stuff. So did you say 3-0 then or 5-0? I said 5. 5, yeah. Wait, so, yeah I, I, I'll be very honest with you. I was going to say 3-0 and now I can't. So, <laughs> And then it's like, well... I was going to say 4-0, but, but now I can't. And then, obviously, the natural progression would be was to say, well, it's going to be 5-0, because I think we can keep a clean sheet as well. So, I guess I'm going to have to go with 6-0 uh, Arsenal in this game. Uh, with that's a ridiculous. Hat -trick. What's that? <laughs> so that's ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous. But that's what we like here. We like, yeah, that's exactly. what we like silly predictions, hence why... Coquelin screamer was always our prediction for so many years. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly I think 6-0 is, is wildly unrealistic, but fantastically ambitious. So 3-0, uh, sorry, three goals from um, from Havertz. Ben White screamer in there somewhere as well. Uh, I'd love to see Declan Rice score another because it's just great seeing him celebrate because he says Arsenal like we are Arsenal. I love it when he says we when he talks about Arsenal. It's just great and it really winds up the West Ham fans. So that's certainly worth tuning in for. And then another goal for Eddie and Ketia just because, you know, it winds Alex up. So, yeah, we're going to go 6-0 <laughs> we're going to get some goals uh, from those guys. Let's jump into the chat, shall we, and see what you guys are predicting. Cesar says 3-0, Ben White. Uh, Saliba and Gabriel Vesman says 3-0 with Trossard getting two and Havertz getting one willing it into existence indeed uh, back of Lizanne says 2-0 Trossard and Martinelli so does Byron but going for Havertz and Martinelli uh, Rancy says 2-0 Havertz with two goals Amira says 3-0 Havertz Martinelli and Tommy I love that everybody is just kind of manifesting some kind of goal for Havertz is great uh, Keith says 4-1 to the Arsenal uh, US Arsenal fan says 4-1 Gunners Raya to get an assist it's going to have to be a really long ball or like maybe like I don't know how would how would that happen? I guess it would have to be like a long ball, or you pass it to like Saliba and he just dribbles past everybody in schools. That'd be fantastic to see. Um, but thank you to everyone that's joined us today in the chat box. Please do leave your, your very kind words for my fantastic panel of guests in there and in the comment section as well. Marcus, it's been a pleasure. I know I've not been able to engage with you like at all speaking, but uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, mate. To have you on the show, mate. Uh, you've just enjoyed controlling my mic, haven't you? Um, I have got earphones, I sort of have them at the ready for the next time. Usually it's the laptop, now it's the phone as well. So, yeah, no, it's been great. I'm on the Discord and uh, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. I am MJC Guna. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. Yeah, I, I haven't mastered the, the, the unmuting yet. I keep managing to <laughs> cut myself at the end, but uh, yeah, it's getting better and I'll, I'll have to learn. Uh, Alex, thank you for coming on, mate. Always appreciate your time. It's all right. Um, yeah, you can find me in the Discord as always. Um, and yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully can come on, uh, come on again soon. Although I don't want to come on too much, but <laughs> we'll see. What <laughs> You're all good, mate. I appreciate the commitment. It is very much appreciated. No and problems. Dave, what a fantastic debut! Thank you so much for taking that brave step and inspiring, hopefully, others in the Discord to take that step as well. But thank you for coming on, mate. Thanks. How can people find you? Um, they can't. You got to fly into New York City and keep driving <laughs> west. For about four hours till you see more cows than people. Fair enough. And then look it. on the golf course. And then yeah, you'll find yeah. it. 
It's a good thing, man. Very good thing. And I'm on the Discord. You're on the Discord. There we go. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) No, fantastic, mate. Love it. Uh, Thank you so much for jumping on. Really appreciate it. You can find all the boys, as they say, in the Discord server uh, and on their socials uh, you can see on the screen if you'd like to. Uh, Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Very much appreciate it. Thank you all for your kind comments as well on this morning's uh, comment section. That meant a lot. So, yeah, do really appreciate it. As I say, as soon as I have an ability to update you on everything that's crazy in this world, I will. Um, But, uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for those kind words. It, it means it means a lot. So thank you for that. I'll be back, of course, with you guys tomorrow morning ahead of the game against Burnley. Uh, it's a 3 p.m. kickoff, of course, so there'll be no uh, TV in the UK showing the game. So you will have to find other means uh, to watch the fixture. Um, for those outside of the UK, of course, you're very lucky indeed. NordVPN. Yeah. What time is it in the end? <laughs> yes, you see, he's a, he's a solid subscriber and he's pulling out that. There you go. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It's very much appreciated. Uh, we will see you tomorrow morning. Have a fantastic day. And as ob- ob- as obvious, well, I've never said that before in my life. As always, there it is. Uh, <laughs> up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.